in to the One Strong Woman podcast with Shavaz Bikes, where everyday heroines bench press life's lessons. Hi, this is Shavaz Bikes, your host of One Strong Woman. I'm so glad you tuned in to this week's podcast. This week's podcast, uh, the topic is 10 ways to tell you're a one strong woman. So as I go through these 10, it's kind of like a little test to see, hey, am I one strong woman? But before I go through the 10 characteristics of a one strong woman, you know, I, I like to open up with a quote. And this quote is from Joshua 1.9. It says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And the other one is, I, could, I couldn't decide on which one, so I picked two. Ephesians 6.10, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And we see here in these two scriptures that what highlights to me is to be strong and when I see something over and over again, you know, in the scripture, I think about, okay, let me pay attention to that. It really, God really wants to hit on with being strong. And he, we can see throughout the scripture that he comes to his people constantly, Joshua and David and other ones. David said to his son, be strong. And to me, that is something to really look into that, that there might be things that, you know, we come, come at us that we need to be strong in. With Joshua, it was the death of Moses. And so God came to him and said, you know, Joshua, be strong. Go across and take the land. And he said, I command you. And I think about it's a commandment. You know, the first commandment, the second commandment. But this right here, I think about it's God is commanding Joshua and us to be strong and be of good courage. And do not be afraid and do not be dismayed, for God is with us. So as we go throughout this uh, podcast and even throughout this week, that just to reiterate that be strong, my sisters, be strong, be of good courage, uh, for God is with us. And the next one is be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And, you know, at the first episode, I talked about how we're not strong in, our, in um, of ourselves. We're strong in the Lord. And without him, there is no, there is no strength. So I'm going to move on to um, the 10 ways to tell that you're one strong woman. And the first one is you're weak. And I, yet again, I hit on this the first episode. But you're weak. What does that mean? Is this lack of strength? lack of energy um, within in yourself. It might be physical, it might be spiritual, but you're weak, you know, and you're probably thinking that that's not good. That's not a good thing, Shabazz, to be weak, you know. Um, but without the weakness, God cannot sow himself self strong in us. Weakness um, is a divine opportunity for God to show his strength to be perfected and completed within us. So to me, weakness equals strength. So the first way to tell the true one strong woman is that you're weak. The next one, number two, is that you're vulnerable. And I talked about this in episode two about wearing the glass slippers and being transparent and how strong women are transparent. And you're vulnerable. You're, you're not hiding. You're 
open and honest, you know, there's nothing hidden in the sight of God. So you're open before God and you're open before people with wisdom, of course, um, that we're, you're, not a, you're not afraid to share the good, the bad, the ugly, um, the pretty, if, or in order to help someone else, in order to share your testimony to help someone else so you're vulnerable. And in that, you're free. Because, you know, it's like somebody can say, well, did you know, girl, did you know such and such about her? It was like, well, who cares? Because you already shared and you was open and vulnerable for them. So your story is out. And one person that I want to share, you know, I think about being vulnerable is my mother. My mother is very open about her her journey um, and her story of being delivered from drugs and her addiction. And she would share that in church at times. And you could see people sit in the church and just cringe at you know, why is she sharing that? She shouldn't be sharing that. But she's free. There's no condemnation. There's no shame. Um, she's in Christ now. She's delivered. Um, so she's vulnerable and open. And when she goes out, um, she's an evangelist. She's out. She goes out and she's among people in Walmart, in the stores. I'm so um, inspired by her because she's open to share her story with them. And then they're set free and they're encouraged because they can see her now um, in ministry, strong going forth in what God called her to do and then she can she shares her story that she was once here uh, so strong women are vulnerable number three strong women you're you're bruised and what does I mean by you're bruised I don't mean in a physical uh, where it comes to domestic violence I'm not talking about that and some of you might have experienced uh, that domestic violence and, and verbal and that physical abuse. And I would say, yeah, in your right, you are strong. And I'm more talking about uh, being in the ring of life where we have those scars that hit our emotions and hit our heart and hit our mind. And we have the scars on our body, uh, the mark of a fighter. You know, um, each day we get in the ring of life and some of us are fighting the illness. Uh, some of us are fighting depression. Some of us are fighting um financial um, issues right now. Some of us are fighting to keep our marriage. Some of us are just fighting day in and day out to uh, just to stay with the sound mind. So we, we have bruises on us. We have scars um, in our body as a mark that we're a fighter. And I think about, uh, I like Rocky, and Rocky's a fighter. And, you know, he got knocked down, you know, uh, by Mr. T. I can't remember his name. Um, <laughs> but he knocked him down, and he came back, and he fought even harder, and he won the next round. And so our scars and our bruises, they give us permission. They give others permission and motivation to fight another day. And they can say, hey, um, hey, she has these scars and she has these bruises that she's she's proud of. You know, she's not afraid of to share those bruises and scars because she's a fighter. Then they themselves can say, you know what, it's possible for them to win. So number three, you're bruised uh, because you're a fighter and you take those those blows from life and you just keep on ticking. You get back up and you fight. The fourth way to tell that you're one strong woman is that you're dependent. And I know that that doesn't sit well for, in our culture today, to say, girl, we're talking about dependent. No, you know, it's, in our culture, it's like, you know, it's independent. You, you have to stand on your own. You have to uh, do your own thing. It's, it's you, yourself, and I, and, you know, and I'm, I'm going to get this. And, but a strong woman is not independent. A strong, one strong woman is dependent. Strong woman is helpless 
uh, and needing the help of the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know, you're dependent and relying on God, someone that's stronger than you. And being dependent, uh, John 15, it says that we are connected. We are connected to the, the vine. Jesus is the true vine, and we are the branch. So you think, you know, you look at a, a branch, you know, okay, the branch is out there, and it has the fruit on it. But without it being connected to the tree and to the vine, it would have no fruit. So apart from God, one of my favorite scriptures that I quote um, daily just within my spirit when I wake up, like, God, apart from you, I can do nothing. And that is the number four way is that you're dependent. You are dependent upon the true vine. The fifth way to tell that you're one strong woman is that you're broken. Uh, I know these <laughs> these characteristics are not something that uh, is like you know all tickling and and something like oh yeah that's me. Um, but there's something that I've walked out in my own life that that say hey you're a strong woman you're broken you, your life is poured out like Mary's alabaster box. You know she went before Jesus and she had all her life savings, um, wealth, uh, uh, a lifetime, um, years wealth of work. Um, in that box and she went to Jesus um, and opened it up and broke it before him and the worship filled the room and so your life has been like that you've been broken and your life has been poured out upon the master upon people and that out of your brokenness to become a fragrance um, to to bless other people. You've been like a grape you know in the wine press. Remember years ago the Lord would, would speak this to me and times of prayer, and I never understood it. It was like, in order for the oil to flow, um, the olive has to be crushed. And it's like, you know, we want the oil. You know, yeah, that's good. You know, we cook with olive oil. But there was a process before the olive oil got to us. And it was a pressing. It was a breaking. It was a crushing. And that's how some of us have, have gone through in our lives. But we're one strong women because of that, that we're broken. We're delicate. We're fragile in the master's hand. Number six way to tell that you're one strong woman is that you're lowly. You know, J Jesus humbled himself um, before God before man and said he he took on the the form of a bond servant but yet he was God and so you're lowly you prefer others before yourself you have a servant's heart you don't assume you know to know it all if someone asks you a question you don't try to make up something to, to think you know to show that you know it you like you know I don't know that let me get back with you you're lowly and at times people that uh when you're lowly and you're meek they can seem like they can just run over you, you know, because you, you won't, you know, somebody cut you off or somebody, uh, you know, you know, com comments on your Twitter page or your Facebook page or whatever it might be. And it rubs, you know, it, and it doesn't feel well. It doesn't feel good, I should say, when people make those comments and do those things to us. But with being lowly, you kind of, you decrease and you let God increase um, in you. And you don't retaliate, you don't lash out. You know, Jesus, the King of Kings, was on the cross, and he could have called 10,000 angels to come and get him, but he stayed there on the cross for me, for my sins. And the, the, the God of creation, you know, Jesus, God, 100% God and man, was lowly and humble. And so you're lowly, and that's number six. Seven. 
the, you know, how to tell that you're one strong woman. Seven is that you're scared. You face your fears with faith. And you do it with your sweaty hands and shaky voice and unstable legs. You do it anyway. Um, in the midst of being afraid and terrified uh, of your dreams and your potential, you find the courage to press through. Queen Esther was afraid. You know, here she is, an orphan um, in, the, in the king's palace. Um, and, okay, she has to hide her identity of who she is. Um, can't, no, don't tell the, the, the king or anyone that she's a Jew. And now it's time that she uh, has come to the kingdom for such a time as this to save her people. So now, you know, once she, was, she hid her identity, now she has to confess and be bold to stand up for her people, uh, for her people that, once she didn't, you know, at one point of the preparation throughout the year, she didn't even tell or even, you know, could tell that she was identified with these people, but she was afraid. She was scared. You know, she, her, you know, her reputation was going to be online. Self-preservation working in her at this moment in Esther 4, we can see, and Mordecai comes to her and said, if you be quiet and you stay silent, Esther, at this time, uh, Deliverance is going to come from another way, from another place. You know, God will save his people, but you and your house, you will be, you will perish. And so here she has to, you know, okay, get the boldness, but she does it afraid. She goes before the king afraid and make her petition known to the king that let my life be given of me at the request of my people. You know, my people, hey, my people, are, are, are they have a mark against them to be destroyed, to be killed. But she was bold. I like this quote from Joyce Meyer from her book, Living Courageously. She said, courage is not the absence of fear. It is fear that has said its prayers and decided to go for it anyway. I love that quote. I mean, I read that book, um, and it just really helped me with facing and being bold and just doing it, doing afraid. Because in my life, I have I, I try to wait for the fear to go away for something. You know, it's like okay, I'm gonna wait for the fear to go away of public speaking. You know, or the fear to go to step out and launch uh, and and write a book or whatever it is. And I and I was gonna wait for it, but she said in this book that it, it doesn't go away until you face it. Until you go head on against fear, that's when fear um, has to flee. That's where fear goes when you face it and you go and you decide to do it anyway. To quote my husband with his quote about courage, he said, courage is saying to fear, you don't count. And I like that because fear, you know, fear has a voice, right? You know, and sometimes it sounds like our voice and it's like, girl, you better not do that because they're going to say this or you know, um, what do you think you're doing? You know, why, why, you know, you, you can't do that. And fear comes and it has all kind of voices that come to us um, in all kind of ways. But courage says to fear, to, please, you know, just step aside, move out of my way. I'm going to do it anyway. And number eight way to tell that you're one strong woman is you're imperfect. And like I said, I know that's like, that's not something that's like you want to hear, but we are, we are, you know, we don't have it together. You, but you're still equipped and you're still called by God and loved by God. And God uses imperfect people. We can see it through all throughout scripture. 
We can see it throughout history. We can see it with us. That God uses imperfect people that he may get all the glory. That, you know, it won't be that we could stand and say, it was be, you know, I did this and it was because of this. Nope, I, God used me and I was imperfect. He used Moses as a prophet to deliver his people and to, de to declare powerfully his message to Pharaoh and to the people, the to the children of Israel through stammering lips. You know, it was, that was powerful. Another person that I, I come to love is this lame guy called um, Mahimashith, and I probably jacked his name up. Um, but he, <laughs> this guy was the son of Jonathan, David's best friend, and you can find him more about in Second Samuel uh, chapter 9. But he invited, David sought for him to come to his table he was a lame guy from birth. He was dropped by his nurse. And, but he was loved. I mean, I, I think about David just representing king, you know, the, the king God, in a sense, that type of God to say, okay, he's lame, but he has an inheritance, and I want him to invite him to our, my table, to sit at my table and to eat continually. He, he invited him to eat continually of the bread and to drink of the wine. Same way with us, that we may be lame in some areas, imperfect in many areas. I am, but God has set a table, and we're invited to sit at his table. He's, we are loved by him. He has lavished us with his love. Um, he's, you know, he, we has, he given us gifts. We're invited to be at his table continually to eat of his bread, you know, the living word, and to drink of his wine, the Holy Spirit. So number eight. You're imperfect. Another way, you know, the, the ninth way to tell that you're one strong woman is that you're simple. You're not a prima donna, you know, that you're very low-key. You're not a superstar. You're not a diva. You live a very simple life. You know, like it, nothing, you don't, you don't need the fanfare things. And people might look, look at you and say, that she's so simple. You know, she, do, she doesn't, there's not that much going on with her. You know, she has a small job, she has a small little family, her small business, her little small house and blog and following. Uh, she's just so simple. But God loves the simple. 1 Corinthians one twenty six. it talks about this, the foolish things, that God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. I'll read some of it. It says, for you see your calling, br brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. You're simple. Things that you do look foolish to people. But right here, this scripture encourages us that God loves that. He takes the, takes the foolish things, the simple things, and he confounds the wise. So the ninth thing, that you're simple. And the last thing, number 10, to tell that you're one strong woman, is that you're resilient. You don't stop. You don't give up. Goes back to being a fighter. You might be in the you're ring. You're in the ring of life. And you're fighting. You're going. You get knocked down once, twice, three times, four times. You know, <laughs> many times you probably lost count. How many times you got knocked down? 
but you bounce right back and you're persistent. You're resilient. You can do all things through Christ, which strengthens you. And this is the core characteristics to me of what a one strong woman is. And this is, this is like, you know, my mantra of what it is to be one strong woman. All right. Now this is a segment called give me an E. And what is that? It's a time of encouragement, edification, exhortation, and excerpts. So give you, give me an E. As it was talking about strength and being one strong woman, uh, I just, I just want to encourage you that I believe that God is going to renew your strength in this season. And some of you are at, might be at the point of giving up, and you feel so weak that you know you that race you on your last leg and you can't even get across the finish line because you don't feel the strength right now in your life. And I believe the, the Lord will come in his strength and cause you to run with endurance. Say it again. The Lord will come in his strength in this season and cause you to run with endurance. And some of you are thinking, you know, Some of you listen right now, and at one point you were strong, and you feel like you could take on the world, and you could take on the galaxy, but life situations and jobs and illnesses, unanswered prayers, things that has come has depleted you of that strength, and you feel like Samson. Remember Samson, you know, that he's the, the strongest man, you know, he's a superhero to me in the Bible. He had this, this super, you know, human strength. That he can, you know, he, he dealt with the Philistines. I mean, he, God gave him a strength from his, from his mother's womb. And then this crazy lady, or his wife, that he shouldn't have married in the first place, but anyway, asked him about, where does your strength lie? And, she, and he revealed it, 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 it. My strength is in my hair. And then when he wakes up, you know, his, his strength is gone and his hair is gone. And some of you might feel like that, that life situations you know, things have been exposed or revealed to show where your strength is, and it's been cut off from you. And this season is coming. I believe that God will renew your strength where your hair can grow back, and your strength will be renewed and will be stronger than before. And so I just wanted to encourage you with this word of encouragement that stay strong, be strong, and rise up in God's strength and be strong in his might. Be strong in his power. And so here's what I want to ask the Lord. Here's what I'm asking him. God, I want to be strong in your might. God, you said in your word that we are strong in you, Lord, and we're strong in your might. God, at times in my life, I have not felt that, that type of strength. But I believe that your word, your word says it. So I have to believe and trust that I am strong in you, God. That I'm a, and I'm there in, in strong in the power of your might. But I ask that you will come, that you will strengthen me. That in the midst of being weak, in the midst of being bruised, in the midst of being uh, lonely, and, and my imperfections, God, that I can walk this walk. I can walk and, and accomplish the things that you've called me to accomplish, God, I pray. For those that listen, I pray for your strength. 
I pray, God, for the areas where they feel like they want to give up. They want to give up in their marriage, God. They want to give up and just throw in the towel say, I'm, I'm done. I can't go one more day. And God, just even if they are trying to go forth in their purpose and their dream and they're on that job, and even right now that some people are on their job and then they're having a hard time with their boss, and I pray that you would give them grace and that you would give them wisdom to stand, that you would even show them how to interact with their boss, that they would begin to pray for that boss that, that kind of rubs them the wrong way. I pray that you release favor to them, favor with them for them, for their boss, I pray. Lord God, those, those that have lost their strength like Samson and things have been cut off from them and they have been in a cutting season, they've been in a season that has been a lot of pruning in their life. And I pray that you said that when you cut that branch, it comes back and it bears much fruit. And I declare much fruit in this season for us, God, that have been the pruning and have been a cutting away and have been a pressing. God, I pray that in the pressing that all can flow, in the pressing that the new wine will flow out of us, that you would get the glory in our lives in the foolish things that we do, in the simple things that we do, that you will be glorified. That in the midst that they can see that it is you that, are, that is glorified, that it is you that is strong, that it is you that is mighty in us. In Jesus' name I pray. So here's something to help you stand. Now, those 10 characteristics that I, that I talked about, this is what I want you to do. Pick one of those 10 characteristics and write a short or long post with this sentence. I am one strong woman because, and you will pick, either it's because you're weak, you're bruised, you're lowly, you're imperfect, you're simple, you know, one of those 10, and then... You can post it in the comments box on my website, bygorvaz.com, on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, on your own blog, um, wherever you want to post it. But use the hashtag, uh, hashtag OSWCast. And so that, that's where others, you know, can find you. But please do that. You know, post a, post a comment in the comments box below on the website, on Facebook on your Twitter, on your own personal blog, on any other social media pages that you have, and then use the hashtag, hashtag OSWCast, and this will help others find you. So I'm, I look forward to seeing the characteristic that you pick. And so that is it for this week. And I'm just like, again, I want to thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I know that you are one strong woman as you look at those characteristics. And beside every strong woman, I say it <laughs> each week, beside every strong woman is a strong, sexy man. And I want to thank my tech savvy husband always for helping me out with this. Uh, I could not do it without him. I would just, I don't know, I, would, I couldn't do it without him. So thank you, lover, for helping me. And then also, if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, would you please subscribe? It's free to iTunes, um, Stitcher. And then you can also check out the website uh, to get the weekly podcast there. And then also, if you can encourage your girlfriends, others, you know, to, to listen to so they can get inspired. Also, if you want to updates, blog posts, insights to the podcast scoop newsletter, 
sign up at bygorvaz.com and connect with me via Facebook, bygorvaz.com, and my social media. Can we do I didn't get to say bench press. <laughs> Until next week, be strong and don't forget to bench press life's lessons.